y'all. Welcome, welcome. Well, welcome back. <laughs> this has been one eventful week. I want to welcome everybody to the Raynell Jones podcast, all my new listeners. Welcome in. I hope y'all got a chance to catch up on our past episodes because they were amazing and you definitely are going to get inspired. I'm super excited today because I am talking to a long-time friend. And when I mean long-time friend, I mean I met her, I want to say, eight to nine years ago. Um, and when I say she is a whole vibe, she's a whole vibe, there's no way you wouldn't vibe with her. There's no way you wouldn't want to get to know her. She is super dope. And I wanted to highlight something because Erica loves to cook, right? And I remember the one time she made, she always made good food. So everybody always raved about her food because she's like Southern. You know what I mean? Like she has this Southern kick. I don't know if you all missed this week. Dash of Daisy, Dear Daisy on Instagram had dropped their new seasonings. Y'all, if y'all have not got some of Dear Daisy seasonings, Make sure y'all get some of them seasonings for y'all food and for the kitchen because y'all definitely know y'all love to cook. But Erica also loves to cook as well. But let me let me do enough uh, enough introduction and just introduce y'all to Erica Ash Mead. She's from the city of Pittsburgh and a former chef and culinary consultant. She is now a stay-at-home mom of her daughter, Luca. She's also a mental health advocate who shares her experiences as a first-time mom with mental health issues on Beyonce's internet. I want to say welcome, Erica. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for having me right now. (laughs) you're welcome you are just such a whole vibe and just everything about you is just like a ray of sunshine like you know um (laughs) i'm really excited that you decided to come on here that you decided to share some things with some moms because you already do that with moms and i want to just congratulate you on everything on your new bundle of joy um Thank I you so much. Complications with Luca when she was first born. I'm not. I'm not sure what happened. I didn't direct. What was wrong with Luca when she was first born? Well, the first thing that happened was is that I had severe preeclampsia. So I was in the hospital for a whole month before I even gave birth. Um, my blood pressure was through the roof, and I was on four different blood pressure medications. So. Um, because of my diabetes and also I have chronic kidney failure um, that attributed to that. So because of the preeclampsia, my, uh, the cord wasn't feeding Luca what she needed. So she wasn't, she was, I think she was about 30 weeks and three days oh. when they said, oh, we need to go ahead and get her out because her heart rate was dropping and things were just going south real quick. Um, so she was a, a 30 weeker, very, she was about two pounds when she was born. So. Oh my God. Yeah. You know what, Erica? The funny thing about what you said is, remember when I was pregnant with Mariana, mm-hmm. my youngest, I and my legs would be so swole and my legs would feel like they're busted. Yes. I think I had preeclampsia and they did not know. 
you know what? That is a terrible thing, especially amongst us African-American women, because, yeah. you know, we go into our doctor visits, they say, oh, we check, check in the boxes and, and they're not really looking into what affects us directly as African-American women. Right. And, you know, I'm just thankful that my doctor at McKee, they caught it. You know what I mean? Because we, women are losing their lives just because of high blood pressure during pregnancy. And it's just, it's something that can definitely be avoided. You're absolutely right. Because I didn't have high blood pressure until I had Maury. Then they said all of a sudden I had high blood pressure, but I'm thinking in my head, I had high blood pressure while I was pregnant and y'all yep. didn't identify because mm-hmm. I swelled so bad. My legs was black and blue. My feet was black and blue. My legs was busting wide open. Yep. And I congratulate you for your strength on being able to endure all of that. Being a first time mom, it's like you want to enjoy your pregnancy but it's like you had a stressful pregnancy at the end. And that is what a lot of moms go through, that stressful pregnancy. And it feels mm-hmm. like the world is crashing down on you. We don't yeah. get the life of luxury to just sit our feet up. And I'm pretty sure you had bills to pay. Like, you know what I mean? It was not easy. So I'm glad that everything worked out for you. Now, how long was it before you got to really just bring Luca home? Whew. It was 75 days that she was in that NICU. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 75 days. That was a struggle going back and forth. And then, you know, during the 75 days, there were times when doctors are calling and saying, oh, we had to revive. And, oh, you know, she's back on oxygen or, you know, things like that. And as you think, oh, she's doing well, she'll come home next week, maybe. And then next thing you know, she has a setback. So that really took a toll on on the family, you know, thinking she's going to come home soon, and then there were setbacks. But if you look at her now, her little chunky self. <laughs> she, yes. <laughs> Luca is so cute. Like, she is just the cutest little button I've ever seen in my life. She Thank you. Or she looks just like you. <laughs> Thank you. She is her mother's daughter. Yeah. She looks just like she said now does she have any long-term health issues because of um well she uh has some uh retinopathy which is the prematurity of the eye um she also has um some heart issues where there's a vein and ventricle that is going an opposite way um they're saying as of right now that it's operating great but they still have she still has visits with the cardiologist um so and she also has to wear a um a helmet because she has um plagiocephaly uh where her head is growing uh it's like uh like one side is bigger than the other so the helmet helps to stop one side from growing so quickly and it's also flattened back from laying down you know so long in the NICU now do you think that was from the high blood pressure um i think her not having a chance uh to fully grow in the womb um has to do with the blood pressure and and i have and sometimes i do deal with mommy guilt um you know because i say to myself 
what are you doing having a baby with diabetes, high blood pressure, kidney failure? You know, <laughs> you got all these things. Yeah. And, and there's so many chances that your baby is not going to come out the way, you know, you want her to. But it's the grace of God that I can look at her and she she looks normal. You know what I mean? So the weekly visits, we would probably have about a four doctor visits a week. And now it's once a month, you know. So I'm, I just thank God that she is doing beautifully now. I love the way that you dove right into my daughter first. Like, I love the way you just said my daughter first. This is my gift from God. I'm diving into her. Things are going on pause. I, there's a lot of moms who are scared to do that. How are you navigating raising Luca? Like diving into her head first. Like how do you manage the mommy guilt, the stress, the doing, you know, all the great things that you do? Like how do you like juggle that? Well, there's two things that help. Um, number one is prayer. <laughs> number two is therapy. <laughs> so, and I'm being God, I'm being honest. You know, I do therapy once a week um, with my therapist. We um, go over different uh, strategies on how to deal with stress and how to deal with anxiety. You know, the bad days, they, there are definitely some bad days where I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Yep. But, you know... I look at her and I'm just like, nope, nope, we have to, we have to get going. We have to get up. Let's go, you know, because she, she's dependent on me. Exactly. You know? Oh my gosh. That is so inspirational. Everybody listening, like what Erica just said, she gave y'all a gem. Like that is so inspirational. Like, you know, the baby that she probably prayed for, you hear me? I know Erica prayed for her baby. I know she did. Um, yes, I did. And she prayed for her, but she has a little complications. And she she's probably like, oh, Lord, I have to deal. I love my baby, but now I have to deal with my health issues, her health issues, take her back and forth to the hospital. I got to make my visits. And I don't know, is dad in the picture? Um, yes, he is. He's very active with her, so. Oh, good. Yes. Okay. Now, I don't think I would be able to do it any other way, though. <laughs> listen, listen, like, excuse me, sir. Right. I Get it together. I'm you right in the Uber with Luca in the back. You know what? I'm going to be honest with you. Mm. Me and him, we were not together. Okay. And it yeah. was a, it was a, just a, oh, I'm pregnant type thing, you know? Yeah. And yeah. And also he's way older than me, mm-hmm. you know, and you have to deal. He has, you have to think about the father. You have to deal with the shock. He has other grown children. So you have to, that's I had to be a little bit patient with him. Come get her. Yeah. Tell her sister. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, uh, he's very active with her, and you know, she's looking for him uh, all the time. You know, she'll look up and she'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, "There you go." <laughs> she's a daddy's girl, I could tell. 
right now. So I said, I did all that time. You did all that time in my womb just to be a daddy's girl. <laughs> That's normally how it is. I mean, I'm being honest with you. That's straight up how normally how it is. Like mm-hmm. straight up daddy's girl. Yeah. No matter what, they be like, daddy. They, yes. look, they look for daddy. And exactly. I'm that, that co-parenting, like as far as co-parenting with Raising Luca, do you feel like you do, y'all do a great job co-parenting? And what advice can you give some moms who's in the same situation? Mm-hmm. And it's a co-parenting time, but they ain't getting along, but it's aight, but you trying to make it work. Like mm-hmm. what, what can you, what advice can you give? We are definitely not great <laughs> at co-parenting because um, we're still learning what our roles are. Um, but the the quicker you say to yourself, I have this role, this is what I'm going to do, and this is what I'm capable of, mm-hmm. um, then it makes it easier on both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, because at the beginning, it was a struggle. You know, I'm expecting so-and-so, but I don't say. I'm thinking that he also knows and expects so-and-so. So you have to make your expectations plain. Mm-hmm. So it's really about communication. Uh, when co-parenting and um, I wouldn't I'm actually in the works of trying to put together a co-parenting agreement a written agreement mm-hmm. that way we can because when emotions are high mm-hmm. you can go back to that paper and say you know what we agreed to this and we're far from that so what what can we do right so do that's you where we are has a lot to do with if people have emotions involved mm-hmm. Do you think that's where toxic co-parenting comes in at? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because when emotions run high, people are capable of anything, saying anything, doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) For real. Erica said, because I know how I am. Oh, yes. (laughs) I know how I am. But when I'm mad, oh, it's lights off. Y'all better turn the lights off and hide. That's Mm -hmm. it. So I definitely agree with that. and. Um, just not only just with raising Luca or you showing just that you are a good person. Um, Erica has always been just a warm hearted person, but Erica's also so funny. You hear me? Like when I say Erica is so funny, like she is hilarious. Like she'll say something. You'll be like, huh? Erica, I can't believe you said that. Like, she's one of those type of people. Like, you'll meet Erica, and, and you'll be like, "Oh, she's just a nice, wholesome Christian girl." Uh, then when she started talking, you be like, "Erica, I can't believe you said that." I love Erica, and you know what, ladies, you, she always was herself. She always was herself. Like, she's just who she is. And I want all of you all to understand that she's still smiling. She still is who she is, regardless of her health situations or anything like that. Now, segue off of that, can you tell us a little bit about um, what you're doing right now? As far as I know you, uh, right, you show your experiences is um, on Beyonce's internet. What is that? <laughs> I just called the internet Beyonce's internet because anytime she do anything, she just shut it down. 
But um, right now I am, uh, I was doing a blog. I'm still doing the blog, but it's also going to be turned into a um, organization where we can have a support group, advocacy, um, suicide prevention for parents, because there's a lot of parents that are dealing with depression in silence because they don't want to be um, alienated or they don't want to be labeled or, for instance, when I was in the hospital all that time for preeclampsia, I was also dealing with depression, you know, being in there during a, a pandemic, there were no visitors, mm-hmm. you know, so I felt very alone and expressing myself on how I felt, there was a CYF case put out on me. <gasps> yeah. Well, that's before that's I had my baby. people do. Yes. And I feel like there needs to be advocates out there to be in the hospitals, in the courts, um, when parents are dealing with depression so that they're not labeled as um, people who can, who would hurt their child or put their child in danger. These are just people that are dealing with their feelings and they need a little assistance and the right tools to deal with those emotions. So that's what I want to do with RaisingLuca.com. Um, yeah. so it's a place for people to come um, to get you know, information, um, to help them in whatever situation they're in dealing with their mental health as parents. What you said was so powerful. They put a CYF case out on you because you were crying out for help. Yes, ma'am. I didn't even have a baby yet. The baby was still inside me, <laughs> you know? And people always talk about the African-American female struggle. And you are a prime example of that mental struggle of how when you tried to reach out they did more they didn't try to really help what they did was they tried to snatch your baby from you before she even came out yes ma'am because you said i need help i'm suffering mentally yes and that to me right there i believe if you were white that would have never happened to you I am a strong believer that if you are a white woman, that would have never happened to you. And ladies, Mm -hmm. if that happens to you, you have the right to push back against that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm pretty sure Erica was like, excuse me, um, Mm -hmm. no, because I know Mm -hmm. there's his mouth. Yes. Sweet, but she will speak up for herself like, that's not what you're going to do. Yes. And if that's what you feel like you're going to do, I don't need to be here. I don't feel like, you know, when they did that, what did, like, what was your response? Like, um I said I don't even have a baby in my arms you know to harm I'm just asking if I can speak to someone you know this is not the way to handle it I understand that you're you're trying to be proactive if something were to happen but I'm not showing you any signs of being a danger so I I just I express myself they didn't really like it because it wasn't it wasn't too nice. Um, no, I <laughs> no, and and but at the end of the day, to be honest with you, it, it's a it was a catalyst move that that I needed um, to do what I'm doing today because I'm sure that there's other people that have been going through the same thing, especially you know people of color that you know can't really express themselves um, properly when it comes to these these issues you know and i'm so sorry you were going through all that this is one of those moments where 
just talking to you where I'm like, I always feel like I do so much that I miss out on my friends or I miss out on my true friends. Like I miss out on people who I enjoy. Like I enjoy being around Erica. Like I love Erica, but I feel like I do so much in my life. Sometimes I don't even have time to take me time or sometimes I don't even have time to even spend time with my family or you know like I I, and those one of those moments like from you saying that to me I just be like dad I wish I could have been there for Erica more you know like because that doesn't sit well with me like at all and I always have these moments when I'm talking to people and I'm like dad I wish I wish I could have been there a little bit more for you and I feel really really terrible you know no. what I mean? and it's just a natural thing because we get so caught up in our own lives and we don't realize dag I need to reach out or I should keep in touch I should make sure even though I did you did I you came over like my house what you mean <laughs> I felt like I should have been there a little bit more like a hit you know what I mean like I just that's just I'm a big like I have a big heart and that's just how I am. Mm-hmm. And you going through that, like, that really pissed me off. Them trying to say, oh, you know, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. you know, and did you write about that in your blog? I did not yet, but okay. I, it is coming. <laughs> now, Erica, you know, you inspired me to blog, but I never could get with it. Really? You, I loved your food blog so much that I was telling everybody about it. And then I could never get into it. Like blogging, I will always want to do it, but mm-hmm. I'm more of a talker. Like, yeah. you know, I tell you a story, but mm-hmm. writing it down, like, y'all, Erica's blogs just are so cute. They're so perfect. They're just so, I just love her blog. Like, when she had her food blog, it was just so dope to me. Like, you know, like, I just loved it. So I already know Raisin Luca is about to be on a whole nother level because you're very transparent in your journey. Now, as far as blogging and everything, now, do you feel like you have enough time to blog and, like, do start your organization? Now, when do you plan on starting your organization? Now, I think that it's going to take some time, but I'm doing it little by little. Um, Luca does take all my time every minute, <laughs> but um, I just feel like, for me, being a stay-at-home mom, you you got to find different ways to make things happen. You got to, you know, do that word pivot and you got to be innovative because not only do I want to continue to stay home with Luca and I want to, I eventually want to homeschool her. So I have to find a way to not only share my journey, but also be able to provide for her. So I feel like blogging is a number one stay-at-home mom job. You know, and it's also something that I love to do. I love to write. I love to share things with people, whether it be food or whether it be about my first love, my daughter. Yeah. You know, so Uh, I feel like it's a perfect fit. Now, have you been doing any food vlogs lately? I have not. Um, But you've been cooking good because I'm just (laughs) curious. Cause you, you know, know. Oh, you can cook like y'all. Erica could cook. 
Like, I'm for real. You know, after I'm done here, I'm going to make some Cornish hens. So- <laughs> <laughs> Y'all I'll never forget when she said this. She was like, oh, I ain't going, um, we was joking around at work, y'all. We used to joke at work so bad. I'm like, we're going to get fired one day. And we was joking around so bad. And um, uh, Samaya was, Samaya was like, uh, yeah, um, I see Miss Fine Brother or something. She said, I'm going to take, I'm going to uh, take <laughs> I'm gonna take him home, child. He ain't gonna remember who he ain't gonna remember none of his exes. And she was like, Erica said, Well, you could go on and do that. I'm gonna just take him home and make him a nice meal. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That is the truth. That is the way to a man's heart, okay? It's through his stomach. You cook him a good meal, he is yours, okay? <laughs> Listen, I said if she ain't a Southern Belle, when I think of Southern Belle, I always think of Erica, because I have never heard nobody say that before in my life. <laughs> Ladies, she said, "I'm gonna take him home and make him a nice meal." <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. <laughs> I cannot believe she said that. That was the first time I heard, it. and you know what? Erica has a way of that's what I mean, y'all. She's so funny. She has a way of just saying things, but then she'll put it in perspective, and you be like, "Hmm," like you just think about it. You know what I mean? And that's one of the reasons why I loved. I wanted her to come on this podcast because I know y'all already vibing with her. Like, who's Erica? Like, I want y'all to follow her on Instagram. Raisin Luther. Raisin Luther. She is just the whole thing. Her energy is just so bomb. And now, what else you got going on, girl? Girl, that is it at this <laughs> moment. Cause, cause Luca takes up too much time. Aww. Yeah, but um, yeah, I just uh, I'm hoping that I can get this uh organization up and running, and I want to have advocates going out to the hospitals and to the courts to help people. Um, so. That's, that's what's on my heart, and that's what I'm working hard on. Um, I knew for a while I took a break on on everything, and I was watching you, you know, steadily uh, messaging you, girl, your warehouse coming. It's yeah. coming, honey. <laughs> and you know what, prayer, and you know what, that was God that did everything. I swear that was God. When I started my organization, when I started my, prop, my nonprofit, and a lot of y'all know who listens, a lot of you are moms. Um, I started a nonprofit organization at 501c3. It's called the Alignment Chapter with two L's. It stands for All Women Aligned. And I wanted to always be the hero that I didn't have when I was a single mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we provide same-day emergency essentials, which is feminine hygiene products, household items, cleaners, baby items, anything you need like that. We provide um, emergency clothing. We provide um, where we could do on our back on our feet drive or we're giving moms like having people donate furniture for moms who just got a new house. Um, Boots for moms drive, we do that. Um, When I started that nonprofit, me and my fiance Donna, when I started that nonprofit, I was, um, I had no money to fund it. I didn't have nothing to fund it. There was no, I just raised money on my own. I just shared what I was doing. I had a coupon and habit. And I built this organization nationally so fast just from my passion. And Erica, because you're so passionate about it, 
it's going to grow so fast. You're going to be like, well, look, I got. <laughs> You're going to be like, look, I Jesus. Mm-hmm. All this came out of this, you know, and when you give blessings, the blessings come back to you. And when you're passionate about it and genuine about it, it always comes back to you. If you ever need any help on what paperwork you need to file, what you need to do, stuff I didn't know. Girl, you know I'm going to call you. <laughs> crawling up in the world. Anything like you need to know, let me know. I'll help you out with it. No problem because it's a doozy. I'll help you out with it and like so you can get the ball rolling because I love Thank doing you. stuff like that. You know, I'm definitely here for you no matter what. I know we haven't like kept in touch so much, but I definitely want to keep in touch more often because I definitely want to help you out with Luca. Like, and I love her. Thank she's you. She's like this beautiful button to me, though. She Your is. girls is so cute. I love to see their uh, pictures from chair because that's my I dream. I want Luca to chair again. <laughs> see, you got it easy right now. See, when they get older. And you ready to twist their head around like the exorcist mm-hmm. and then pop it off and throw it outside and then have them bring their own head back in. So then they realize who you is. Then you'll be like, Luca, I wish you was a baby again. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And I'm not I'm not uh too excited about the teen years. So <laughs> Girl, enjoy her when she's little, cute and funny and just all of that. Just mm-hmm. enjoy her. Mm-hmm. enjoy her but no they i do got some good girls it's just about how you raising like my girls is good they don't mm-hmm. ask mouth me or nothing like that right you know, they just try you when they do things they're not supposed to do that's mm-hmm. all you know yeah. we all did it yeah that's, that's <laughs> it that's a part of being a child you gotta try you gotta toe the line <laughs> toe the line so i'm so happy you came on here and how can people reach you erica so they can contribute to you sure. or to you for you to start your organization because this is something that a lot of moms need how can people reach out to you oh well you can always go on to raisingluca.com um my email is hello at uh raisingluca.com i'm also on instagram and that's raisingluca underscore okay make sure you all contribute to erica to start this amazing organization don't forget to share this, y'all, on your Facebook, on Instagram, on any social network that you had, because I think this podcast just highlighted mental health awareness and also raising children that have small, little small blessings. I call them little small blessings. A lot of people say disabilities. A lot of people say issues. I call them little small blessings because you know why? Jesus created them that way. God created them that way. They was born that way, so they just little small blessings. And being a mom and raising a child like that as well, trying to take care of your own health, this was something that I think Erica is exactly what her organization is about. And I think that this is a good start, and I cannot wait for her to start this organization because I'm all in. I love this. So Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I love you to death. And I'm so, so proud of you and everything you're doing, everything you're accomplishing. It's just watching you just lights a fire inside me. So I just need you to know that. Oh, thank you, Erica. I appreciate you so much. And like I said, we're definitely going to keep in touch. Thank you all for tuning in to the Raynell Jones 
podcast and I will chat with y'all next Sunday, like each and every Sunday. Bye, y'all.